friends. We're so thrilled that you're here. Welcome to a Safe Place Podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Laura. We are two besties who love to encourage and walk with each other through our everyday hardships. In those difficult times, we've grown closer to God and each other. Is your friend circle a healthy place? Do you struggle with boundaries and relationships? Are you longing for relational tools, truth, and a few good laughs? This is a safe place to land. Our goal is not that you leave our episodes knowing more about us, but that you receive biblical advice, feel seen, and learn God's heart for you. Hello, friends. Hi. It feels so good to be back in person in our studio. Mm -hmm. Today, we wanted to talk about our experiences with education because believe it or not Taylor was homeschooled and I went to public school. We want to share what we liked and what we disliked and what we plan to do with our future kids and why. This is not an episode to try to sway your opinion one way or the other. It's just based off our based off of our opinions and our experiences. So, you do what you want to do, boo boo. This is just what <laughs> This is just what we are going to do um, and our life experience. Yes. So two interesting facts about homeschoolers is homeschoolers have 15% to 30% high scores on achievement tests. Also, in the United States, 6.73% of children K-12 through are homeschooled, which is a lot. Yeah, and it's growing. Like... When I was in, like, school, I, there wasn't very many homeschoolers, but now I feel like there's so much more. And I was listening this morning to a podcast specifically about homeschooling, and this mom shared all of the benefits about homeschooling, but she also shared a ton of statistics and the, the amount of homeschoolers in the United States is growing so much. And she also shared something interesting that the top like three states of that has homeschoolers are all in the South. Mm. So I thought that was really interesting because I was not really expecting that, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about our experiences to help you get to know us and to also educate and bring awareness to the options that are out there for families. We are treating this episode more as a fun, laid back episode. Um, we're going to, throughout our podcast journey, we're going to throw in a few of these here and there just to have some fun and um, help you get to know us more. And it's been really fun to get know... To get to know our audience because we did a poll on our Instagram about what people preferred, whether it was homeschool or public school. And those, that was shocking. Like 17 people, 17 of you said that you preferred homeschooling. And it was 100% of the people that actually (laughs) did the poll. So... That was pretty incredible, and I just really enjoy getting to know our listeners that way. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was so fun to see, and honestly, it was kind of a surprise. I was shocked. I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so we are so excited to dive right in. Um, I'm going to share my experience as a homeschooler. But, bef- but first of all, I wanted to say that having these laid back, chilled like episodes that we're going to be doing helps like not be so deep all the time. Not that we don't love our deep episodes, but it's nice because you get to have a taste of what, if you don't know us in person, like you get a taste of what we're like. And then also you can decipher different things that Mm -hmm. whatever we're talking about. So like today it's homeschool versus public school and figure out which one you would want to do with your children. Or if you're already have your kids in public school, maybe if for whatever reason, the Lord changes your mind and has you homeschool instead. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of fun. And I'm just really excited to do more of these with. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of parents out there don't actually know the options that they have. Like they, they probably don't know a lot about homeschooling and that is pretty much me. I'm very new to the subject and it's just crazy because all of a sudden in the last season of my life, I mean, I've been best friends with you for like three years. Almost. It's two and a half almost. So we've been best friends for uh, almost a handful of years and you're homeschooled and um, my boyfriend Corbin was homeschooled and my last coworker when I was living up here, um, shout out to you, Caden, is also homeschooled. So it's just like, I have so many homeschooled friends mm-hmm. and... Um, especially through my boyfriend, Corbin, he's still friends with a lot of the people that he was homeschooled with. So it's just so crazy. And I've, it's, yeah. So it's just really cool to like learn more about the subject, but of course do whatever the Lord calls you to do, um, in your family. And yeah, because I'm not saying that homeschooling is for everybody. Yeah, and just because we did it, or I did it specifically, or any of Laura's friends did it specifically, doesn't mean that you have to. It's yeah. honestly between you and the Holy Spirit, and whatever He speaks to you, you just need to be obedient in that. Yeah. You know? So and true. And I feel like that's just, like, the most important thing. So because we're throwing out our opinions, doesn't mean we're going to bash public schooling or homeschooling. It's just our own opinions and our own growth that we've, you know, or experiences mm-hmm. is the right word, that we've gone through. Yeah. And this episode is going to be kind of like a interview type of deal. I'm going to ask Taylor some questions and she's going to answer them. And same with her. She's going to ask me questions and I'm going to answer them just so that we're both kind of able to interact here. So Taylor, what age did you start homeschooling? So I believe I was four at that time. Um, I don't really have any memories, to be honest with you, of what that was like for me at four, but from what my mom had said and from what I kind of calculated, it was around four. Mm -hmm. And what type of homeschooling did you do? So it originally was all one curriculum, six to seven subjects and textbooks, then turned into my mom creating her own and pulling from various curriculums. We did a lot of hands-on or natural learning, which actually, it's crazy. I'm going to stop right there because my parents would be like, stop calling it school. You're going to start calling it learning because Mm -hmm. it's literally what we were doing. We were learning every single day. Mm -hmm. So if you hear me start saying the word learning, I'm basically referring that to schoolwork or school. So that way people aren't confused of what's going on. Mm -hmm. 
So we were making all day, everyday learning adventures. Here's a few examples. Math, we did baking. So we did fractions, that sort of thing. Nature walks and journaling was writing in science. My dad also had a vegetable garden and we had counted that as science as well. Every day was new learning, but was based on our passions. This is how horses became my passions. I went to the library, checked out as many books as I could, and I would study them and eventually started volunteering at a local stable in Colorado where I grew up. I was taught how to train, ride, and take care of horses. I soaked up every single minute of it. I also had a bi biology coloring book which I could tell you the different parts of the horse's body. That was my favorite. I literally took different colors and I would color them and then I'd be like, mom, did you know about this? And she's just like, no, but that's really cool. Like I knew the ins and the outs. I actually still have that, that book today. Aww. I saved it. And I actually didn't finish it and I've thought about pulling it back out just to kind of like refresh my memory. Mm -hmm. Um, because you just never know, like, what if I needed to use something out of that, you know? Or if there was something going on with my horse that could be associated in that book and I could help them. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I'm not a vet, but I feel like I could use it in some way, shape, or form because mm -hmm. I own horses. That's really cool that you still have it. <laughs> One of my favorite childhood memories is having that book. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you like about being homeschooled? So I like that we weren't on a time limit. When my dad was on vacation, we also took vacation, um, quote unquote, from learning. We could take breaks basically whenever we want. We actually did it to a point where we did not do like we had the summer off. We basically did it all year round so we could take breaks when we wanted to. Mm -hmm. So everyone would ask us that were, didn't know that we were homeschooled or homeschooled friends around us would be like, oh, when are you taking the summer off? And be like, oh, actually, we, are, we don't stop. Yeah. We just take it whenever we want. So yeah. my dad had vacation three or four times a year and we would just use that time to either be on vacation or staycation. And it was just nice. Or sometimes if life just got really busy or we got sick, we just took a week off mm -hmm. and try to recoup and then we would get back and go mm -hmm. back up and going. And that was one of my favorite parts because I felt like we were able to still live life. Mm -hmm. We weren't like stuck and like, oh no, you got to make sure you get these, you know, three subjects done by whatever time period. And then if you're behind, then you have to catch up. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that. It was just, you start, you finish. Honestly, I think there was one or two books that it took us two years to actually finish, but that's just because we took breaks and we weren't really in a rush to finish them. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that was going to, um, hurt our level grade, like mm -hmm. our grade levels or anything like that, which my mom really never counted grade levels. We never really had that. Mm -hmm. So people would ask us, oh, well, what grade are you in? She would only tell us because she had to for, um, I don't know what the word is, but basically she's, oh, she's a certified teacher that we would send our stuff into. And then she would send everything back and say, oh, you passed this grade or whatever. So mm -hmm. it was the only reason why she had grade levels, mm -hmm. but really we never even did that. So that's kind of a, a side note. So we also could like be in our PJs 
which was one of my all-time favorite things, which was super fun because we literally would wake up, our hair was crazy, we brushed our teeth, we had breakfast, and we would immediately start. It was one of my favorite things. We didn't have to be dressed um, for the day or anything like that. Now, there were times that we did, but I just loved being in, you know, PJs or just like, I don't know, sweats and a t-shirt. It was just so nice. We also had homeschool groups that we would attend and that was one of my favorite things too because we went like once a week and that's how we made friends. We would, um, like there was different classes and different subjects that we would have to do but it was never like, oh, you need to make sure you get an A in every single class. My mom literally sent us to do for like curricular activities, like extracurricular activities. So it could be, I was in music, I was in uh, drama. So between homeschool groups and uh, also our church group that we I went to as a child um, growing up in Colorado, we did a lot of just like, you know, being with our friends. And there was one point where like I have this memory of when I was a child and we did basically, I don't know if it was some sort of like a competition, I won. But it was like your, I don't know if it was like arts and crafts or whatever, but it was something to do along those lines. And I ended up doing Latch Hook, which was a Tweety Bird, and I won. And I didn't expect to, but it was really cool. I got first place. And it was really, really fun. And so being able to interact with other children around our ages and also have fun and not be in a school setting I mean, it was just, we just loved it. It was so much fun. And I would put my kids in that if we ever had an opportunity to do that someday, I would. It seems like, at least in the area that we are, I am, Taylor, in Washington, there's not a lot of opportunities for that. There are some like co-ops and things like that, but it's nothing compared to when I was younger. It was a lot different. I don't know if it's just we struggle in this area. Probably. In where I'm living now in Vancouver, there's a lot. There's so much, so much, so many groups out there. Like, Which is so cool. So many. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. I'm sitting next to a first place winner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was amazed. I think I was like eight or nine at that time. I was so happy. That's so cool. I was so yeah. happy. It was really, really cool. And I worked hard on that. I remember spending hours just going away and I remember I don't know if I still have it but the background was purple and then Tweety Bird was just right in the middle and it was just like oh my gosh it was so much fun maybe that's why I still like purple I don't know (laughs) (laughs) so what did you dislike about being homeschooled so I didn't like the book work that's really my only dislike. I preferred more hands-on learning. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you're sitting at a table or any setting, whether it's at a classroom or whatever, and you just have a pencil in your hand and you're like basically just working for hours and hours and hours, our brains get tired, our hands start cramping. Like there's, it, there's just no fun in that. I just didn't like it. I liked being able to be out and had my brain like literally learning about different things whether it was helping my dad in the vegetable garden or it was me at the barn or the stable whatever you want to call it for hours like I remember spending eight hours out there we would clean for like six and then we would ride for like two or three and it was just so much fun was I exhausted absolutely but it was one of those things where that's what I craved and that's what I want to go after. So I just really struggled with sitting at a table doing math work for two hours. Like it was in my brain, like 
horrible. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I hate math to this day still. Like, I still struggle with it. But it's I can make it work. I figure it out. But it's not something I strive on. Like, I just... It's not my favorite subject. Mm-hmm. I think everybody has their their strengths and their weaknesses and things that they like and dislike because I did not like math and science and I know there's a lot of people like me but there's also a lot of people that are opposite they're very analytical minded and they like numbers and stuff like that so it's very interesting yeah I don't think there's anything wrong with not having people that don't like hands-on learning but everyone learns so differently and that's where I feel like parents don't realize a lot of people parents don't realize that not every kid learns exactly the same Mm -hmm. and my some of my siblings were not hands-on learners I was for sure but not everybody was like one of my brothers is like a math whiz like I could tell him a math problem and he'd be able to throw it right back at me like no problem at all Mm -hmm. I struggled with that Mm -hmm. but that's just because that's how I learned Mm -hmm. you know he learned differently than I did So, is there something you would do differently than how you were raised as a child, being homeschooled? No, not at this point. I don't think so. Not even, like, the beginning of what your mom did with having you guys be in books and at a table? Oh, with that? Yeah, I guess because it was at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And I don't really remember a ton of it. I remember some... I do remember having to like sit down and do tests and we were timed and that was really stressful. Like the, what do they call it? The yearly tests. I don't remember what they're called specifically. I think they're just called state testing. The state test. Yeah. So when we had to do that a couple times, it was stressful. I hated that. So with that being said, I guess there are a few things, but then as my mom had changed her curriculum, mm-hmm. it got a lot better. Mm-hmm. But because I have so like little memory about all the things that we used to do, I, yeah, I guess there would just be a few things, but there's not as much as I would, you know, I, I guess I just don't have a ton. Yeah. So do you plan on homeschooling? Why or why not? Absolutely. I'm not a fan of what schools are teaching children. Now, I say that because there are just things that should not, like the school system should not be teaching children. I feel like it's up to the parents. This is my opinion. The parents are up to teach their children when it's the correct time. I'm not going to really get into detail. I don't think it's necessary, but I am very adamant that some of the things that are being taught in schools are just not age appropriate and that's a concern to me and as a believer I think that's also kind of got cats also kind of a red flag Mm -hmm. like there are things that we should be talked about at the appropriate time it's not out of fear based it's not because of fear it's just that we don't want to open up doors too quickly and the things that are being said in schools are completely inappropriate mm-hmm. are completely inappropriate and I don't know I, I struggle with that specifically but to keep going so you get to choose what your child is exposed to and then and they aren't confined to a classroom I want my children to enjoy learning rather than hate it I want them to go after their passions and their desires. I've seen the benefits of what it's like to being home, being a homeschooler, and it's something I'm very thankful for. I want to be able to stay at home with my kids and watch them grow up rather than see the school system raise them. 
One of the things I hear most often is that we don't get socialized, which that's a lie. We are socialized through our church friends or homeschool groups or wherever. Even the library is one of the biggest places that you can be having interaction with other people. We learn how to communicate with anyone, whether you're two or a 90, we have conversations with pretty much everybody. Versus at school, you were only taught to talk within your grade level. It's intimidating to have to come out and have normal conversations with just anyone. And I've met people that way. Like really? They're intimidated to talk to older people. And I I found That's that weird. very fascinating. And I don't know what, yours, what mm-hmm. yours was like, but there's a lot of people out there that just struggle with it. And, um, or even like reaching out to their own people that their own ages, like they're scared to talk. And I'm like, did they just not learn communication skills at school or were they just a very quiet family and there just wasn't a lot of talking? So I found that very odd, but that used to happen a lot when we were younger is they would be like, I can't believe that you can talk to a nine year old or a two year old, like like a 90-year-old or a two-year-old. And I was just like, yeah, I can have a conversation with anyone. It's not a big deal. Like, I've learned the communication skills to do so. Now, that doesn't say that every public school person can't have everyday conversations, but there are kids out there that struggle because they're only taught to talk within their grade level, if that makes sense. I don't know what school they went to, but our my school, like, we had classes with different grades, And so we weren't like confined to only be in our grade classes or even especially with elective classes, we could be with younger people. We could be with older people. So that's really weird. And I don't know what school was like, obviously in Colorado. I don't know what their school system was like. And so I'm not sure if that, if that was changed or whatever, but Anyways, that's just something that had that was brought up in conversation when I was younger. Being homeschooled, I've learned everyone learns differently. Some of my siblings are visual learners and like myself, the rest aren't. That's okay. We don't all have to learn the same way. God created us all so different. He gave us all different abilities. That's one of the many beauties of homeschooling. Being a homeschooler, I get to explore the world and I want to do the same with my children. Homeschooling expands your brain and it helped it help me be more excited about everyday learning rather than being forced to learn things that were boring or just not as important that you will most likely learn again in college. Why should we learn twice? And you know, it was interesting because I remember at one point where my mom wanted us or asked us if we wanted to learn a, a specific part in math. And I said, no. And she goes, okay, well, if you ever do, you'll end up learning in college anyways. So just giving you a heads up. And I was like, well, I don't want to be a science teacher. So I don't want to learn this. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. It wasn't just because I was lazy. It's just, I had no desire. Like I knew my basics, but I didn't have to go into different areas that I was like, yeah, I just don't think it's necessary. Like, I I don't know, but I also don't like math, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like I'm sure there are some people out there that absolutely love math and will learn every little thing that there is about it. But I struggled with that subject, you know, um, and now if it had to do with horses, that's different. Mm -hmm. That's a lot different, Mm -hmm. but that's because something I'm passionate about. And I feel like that's the difference, you Mm -hmm. know, again, not trying to bash anybody here. That's just my experience and where I've seen the benefits of being homeschooled. 
The other thing is, is you had the freedom to kind of learn what you wanted to, but also like learn what you needed to, to be, to graduate basically. But also there's a lot of things that public school teaches you that you do not need to know. Like, and you know, since they are doing it so cookie cutter, like everybody needs to learn this one thing. I understand that there's going to be kids that won't use it. Some kids will use what they learned in high school. But I, in particular, do not use what I learned in freshman science class. I don't use that on my daily basis. Mm. Like, so it just doesn't make sense for me. And that's why I do like homeschooling is because it is kind of more freedom for what you are interested in and who knows maybe I would use that information someday so it is good to like I guess be educated on that but I also don't remember it so what's the point anyways that's all that's what I've run into so many people that were in public school is like half the stuff they learn they don't remember which is why they struggled so much in college Mm -hmm. you know but at the same time like I mean there are things that I learned even as a homeschooler that I don't really remember Mm -hmm. but it was the things that I was mostly like passionate about that I have held on to all these years that Mm -hmm. I that I learned and learned or learned by myself I still use today Mm -hmm. like it's just one of those things you know so if you're not passionate about it you're most likely just gonna forget about it you know yeah I feel like that's it's so different, you know, like I wish, I wish the school systems gave you an option to learn about things that you were most passionate I mean, about. They do give you the option to learn that because you get to choose your electives. So okay. for example, I was in pottery. So I was very artsy. I was in pottery for four years out of high school. I was in choir because I love to sing. Mm. Um, I took other elective classes and that was very fun those were the parts of the day that I enjoyed the most okay well that's good that sounds that sounds like they're at least doing something that was really um like to help children really go after what they really love yeah but that's like such a small portion of the day which I know education can't be all fun and games (laughs) like there you have to learn something and you have to do things that you don't like to do sometimes so I'm not saying that that's what I want my kids to have. It's just... There was something. Yes. There was something positive about it, which was great. So, were your parents' faith a reason why you were homeschooled? Yes, absolutely. They both prayed and sought, sought after the Lord when it came to homeschooling, or any kind of schooling in general. God gave clear direction on what my parents should do. God knows what's best. And I'm so grateful that they were obedient in that. And, you know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you were only homeschooled because of religious reasons. Not necessarily. Like, we're we're held accountable to God. And while that does play a part in it, it wasn't because of fear of the school system. It wasn't because, you know, my mom didn't she just wanted to send us off and not see us anymore because she was tired of us kids. It had nothing to do with that. It was mainly, she sacrificed. She sacrificed her, most of her adulthood mm-hmm. to, to watch us, mm-hmm. to school us, 
to take care of us. Yeah. And a lot of women can't do that. They struggle with it or if it's not something that they really want to do. Or a lot of women have been called by God to a certain career. Yeah, that too. So it's one of those things where she felt like the Lord specifically said, I need you to do this. And if she didn't, I don't know what my life would look like. It would look a lot different. Mm -hmm. And, but yes, I would definitely say that when it comes to, um, our faith, that that was a big part, but it wasn't the only part for sure. Yeah, definitely. God for sure has different callings on people's lives. And there's some people's callings that they have a career in nursing or in, you know, random different things Mm -hmm. that really impact the world. But at the same time, some people do have callings to raise their children day in and day out and they're you know in the trenches as much as the nurses are in the trenches as much as the police officers are in the trenches stuff like that as much as the cashier at the grocery store is in the trenches like we all are called and we all have a calling on our life and we all have strengths and weaknesses and hopefully god is leading us all in that in what direction is best for us yeah, and like there's a statistic out there that, oh, it must just be, you just get to hang out with your kids all day at home. Like, you must not do anything. No, you're working all day long. Like, I'm not a mom, but watching how my mom raised us, it's a lot of work. Like, mm-hmm. even just being, even if you're not homeschooling, just being a stay-at-home mom is a lot of work, mm-hmm. you know? And some moms thrive working, while other moms do not you know, Mm -hmm. but I also think that it's not necessarily about what we want. It's what God has asked us to do. Mm -hmm. And if he has laid it upon your heart to homeschool, do it. If he's laid it upon your heart to send your child to public school or private school, do it. Cause it has nothing to do with what we want, you Mm -hmm. know? Cause like, yeah, I'm sure that there would be times where, you know, let's say I, I did homeschool my kids and it got really hard. I'm sure there would be times where I'm like, I just want to send them to school. I don't want to do this anymore. But that's a selfish thing. Can't do that. I need to be obedient and and do what the Lord has asked me to do. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's still a desire. I don't have kids right now, but that is a desire that I would love, love, love to homeschool them and be able to continue with that. I think it would be awesome. Mm -hmm. And especially as we're both nannies, we can also respect those moms that do have careers. Absolutely. Um, I even actually was a nanny, more of like a mommy helper for a mom that had, let's see, one, two, three, four kids and she did homeschool them. So although I wasn't like home with them by themselves, I was helping the mom out because she had a newborn and everything. Long story, but the point is, is uh, we have respect for those moms that do have careers. And it's not like they're choosing their careers over their kids. And although I'm sure people do that, but at least the moms that we work for, um, I don't see them that way. And we respect them and... Everything like that. And I know that my parents um, weren't in that mindset of um, that they just want to get rid of us for the day. Um, They had careers and God definitely has have used them. And 
although I didn't have the greatest of experience in public school, I also didn't have like the worst of experience, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, it's Laura's turn. What age did you start school? I started school in kindergarten, so age four, because I didn't go to preschool. Okay. What did you like about it? I pretty much was excited to go to school to see my friends. That's about it. It was not to learn anything. It was not to grow in any way. It was to see my friends. And that's something that I struggled with, definitely, um, in my spiritual life as well, because I valued them so highly. Um, so I think that that was a struggle for me. What did you dislike about it? The amount of things that I was exposed to, um, and the drama and especially the stress of falling behind in school. Like that is stress in education. I understand that people are going to stress. That's a normal way of life. But at the same time, I don't think it's necessary for education to push things so hard. But at the same time, in life, we all have deadlines. But I just, I don't think that homeschoolers stress as much as public school kids. Uh, That's just what I'm gathering from your experience and my experience and from what I've heard other people tell me is the stress of falling behind is just so unnecessary. But also the, the things that I was exposed to, I, I can share more in another, at another time, maybe during our, um, our story slash testimony, but I just was exposed to things that I would have not chosen to be exposed to. And, you know, I don't think God was super thrilled that I was exposed to those things um, from whatever age I was exposed to them. But I think that's another thing why I like homeschooling is because you you can limit what kinds of things your kids are exposed to compared to when they're at school they're out of your hands. They can try to make good choices of who they're around, but um, you're kind of out of control in that area. Well, and the thing is, is why would we expect our five-year-old, six-year-old to make good choices? Yeah. Like they don't, their brain is still developing. Mm -hmm. It's still harder for them to make decisions, let alone a 16-year-old, you Mm -hmm. know, God knows from right or wrong. They're still learning. So that is kind of scary that, some people do throw their child in school and expect them to make good choices Mm -hmm. when unfortunately you can't control what their friends are doing. You can't control what they're talking about, you know, but we also don't want to do it out of fear. And then I feel like that's a hard thing too, is we don't want to just like not send our our kids to school because of a fear thing, but more or less, what is, what has God asked us to do? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And we also can't control what teachers are saying, And I'm not saying every teacher has an agenda, but I'm sure that there are teachers out there that do. And I'm not going to get all political, but just the things that the school system is allowed to say nowadays 
is just outrageous and Mm -hmm. I'm not subjecting my kids to that. Um, if I have the choice to, so, um, yeah, that's, that's my answer. It's a scary world out there for Plato schoolers. Mm -hmm. Very, very scary. Do you plan to have your kids go to public school or will you homeschool them? I definitely plan to homeschool them. Um, I have a plethora of reasons why. We've talked about a lot of them already. But um, specifically, a lot of my friends are homeschooled or were homeschooled and I just... It's kind of more of a testimony to show me that, like, yeah, homeschool kids do turn out all right. Because <laughs> when I was in school, I always thought that the homeschool kids were, like, weird. And, but you know what? They were probably looking at me and thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> um, so that's one thing. But um, My boyfriend, Corbin, was also homeschooled, and he is, like, the most social homeschool kid I have ever met. If you met him, you would have never guessed that he was homeschooled. This is because he was involved in multiple homeschool groups, and he made so many lifelong friends that he's still close to to this day in those groups. Um, Also, he had a group in the church, and so it's just, it's really, really special to see that they all are still friends because I can tell you right now, I am not friends with any of my high school friends. Like I don't talk to anybody. Um, so I know that I'm not everybody, but at least in my experience, I'm not friends with them anymore. Um, I do still have them on some of them on social media, but it's kind of different. Um, I also feel like the school system is pretty messed up. It's all about test scores and not about teaching kids and actual skills what they need as adults. Learning at home is also more efficient versus the time wasted in the traditional way of education, which is kind of like what you experienced with your family allowed you to go through summer and still be learning. And I think that's one thing that... Um, I like most about homeschooling is there's so much more flexibility and freedom and compared to the traditional way of education is you have to cram everything into nine months and then for three months you get to do whatever you want basically and I feel like that's just a lot of wasted time like kids can really learn so much when it's more freedom I guess um, compared to like such constricted time things. So I would also want to spend more time with them when they're little because you never get that time back. And I'm, I know that there's so many moms that have to go back to work and, or either choose to, or they have to. And even if they choose to, they still miss their kids so, so, so much. Homeschooling can also be slower and more intentional pace for the family, and um, I also want to protect their childhood as much as I can and let them be kids for as long as I can. Um, I want them to love learning and see it as a daily pursuit instead of being confined to the school hours and the curriculum. 
Homeschooling also gives so much flexibility for family. If you want to pick up for a week, you can, compared to a kid being behind in school because of of a family trip. The other cool thing is it's like customized education. Every kid learns differently and it helps them explore what they're interested in. I feel like what we said was like the same things. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. But it's cool though because obviously you heard my side as a homeschooler and the benefits versus just kind of like what you're gathering. So I'm sure it helps the fact that you're able to see what I'm already saying, Mm -hmm. you know, and even from Corbin and your other friends at our homeschool, like the things that they have expressed, I'm sure it's, it's sure it's very helpful Mm -hmm. because you know, like my dad, my dad and my mom both went to school and they didn't know what they were doing. That's the other thing I was going to ask. I was going to ask if they were homeschoolers. Nope. They went to public school and they both would say they really didn't learn a lot and they don't really have a lot of good memories, Mm -hmm. you know, is mainly, like you said, for friends. I also wanted to mention and kind of honor some of the teachers that really made a huge impact on my life. They were very um, influential to me and I definitely could not get through public education without them. Um, I remember escaping to them when I had friendship problems or if there was drama happening And I'm just so thankful. I'm still friends with a lot of them to this day. And they were also believers. So um, that's another thing that I'm very thankful that I was exposed to in public school is I was exposed to really amazing teachers that um, believed in God and also had my best interest at mind. Um... And I'm sure that although homeschoolers can, if you're really involved in different community groups or whatever, you can get experience with a lot of different people. But um, that's one thing that I'm thankful for. For my experiences, I did meet some really amazing people that um, I'm still pretty close with. The other thing that I wanted to mention that came to my mind was... I remember, I think we were in third grade, but we had the opportunity to walk across the street to a retirement home and we got to read to some lovely older people. And as a shy person, that was good experience for me. Um, but I remember getting candy from them and we, I think we did it maybe once a week and it was just my favorite day of the week. Here's some key takeaways for you guys. Every child is different and has different learning styles. We don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Yeah, as you can see, I was public schooled and I am a complete normal human being who loves Jesus and ended up being quite okay. (laughs) Yes, although we have an idea of what we desire to do as parents when the time comes, we will pray and ask God how we should educate our children. So please go to our poll if you're listening on Spotify and vote on if your mind was opened to another way of schooling. We'll catch y'all later on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for being here, friend. We hope that this episode was encouraging to you. And if it was, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast, leave a rating and review, 
Go follow our Instagram at a safe place podcast and comment on our pinned posts what topics you would like to hear about. If this episode brought someone to your mind, go ahead and hit the share button and send it to them because you don't know what battle they are going through. We would be over the moon excited if you join us for our next episode. Psalm 91.2 says, This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust Him. So grow in grace and keep the faith, friends.